Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome, 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 everybody. That's right. At Your Service starts on KMOX right now. My name is Greg Damon sitting in the big chair here tonight on a beautiful Thursday night. Boy, it uh, got nice out a little bit later today. What a beautiful Thursday night here in the heart of Mid-America in St. Louis. And At Your Service is coming to you right here tonight on KMOX going all the way till 10 o'clock. Got a lot of stuff to cover tonight. But, of course, you know, the man, the myth, the mystery, the legend – Bob Costas, we couldn't get here, but uh, Kevin Wheeler decided to sit in with us and uh, and join us. Uh, I got a question. Where's my diet due? You said this is at your service. What's up? I left. It's right outside no, it's, on the counter. My service is bringing it to me. No, you you're didn't not say anything tip, about man. that. You're not getting a tip. No, it's just like no when tip. I go to the drive-through. They still want to put a tip on there. No tip. You didn't bring. You didn't. You didn't complete the service. Look, you just bring walk out drink. there and act like you own the place, <laughs> and tell them that I said it's sitting on the counter. <laughs> That's not service. <clears throat> or is it the yeah yeah, yeah okay I got you <laughs> I see how this is Kevin how you doing my friend I'm good I'm good it's baseball season man how could I not be good well that's right I mean you are engrossed in baseball I'm sure you're up till the late games are all over every night pretty much yeah that's probably a good description I'll go watch some like Reds Dodgers later on tonight when I get home yeah Wait, like do you fall asleep by that no I can't fall asleep to baseball hmm, okay I only fall asleep to auto racing wait no I mean golf ouch <laughs> Ouch! You know the best thing about golf—you can't fall asleep to that. It's too loud. You know what golf shows the most? What? Golf shows air on TV when they oh yeah the ball flying through the air. Yeah, they show air. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what most of golf is. Yeah. When you break it down, really though, like all sports really just show weird things, right? Like you know, baseball a lot of time again it's just like air. You know, you're tracking the ball in the air. Um, Hockey, it's mostly ice. Um, Racing, it's just turns. They just turn. That's all they do. Which way they turn? Um, I don't know. Yeah, see. The same way as all the other cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless you want to wreck, I guess. <laughs> they go left, Greg. Well, you know, we're going to talk a little racing Wait, no, they tonight. Don't. They turn right. We're going to talk a little racing tonight. They turn right, right? Well, if it if it's a road course, or I guess maybe if you're right. racing in England. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or Australia. They do that too there. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm derailing your show. So, it, so it's just like a normal at your exactly. service. Exactly. I just said I'm know. sorry because that's what I always do. That's right. Well, no, we're going to talk a little racing tonight. We've got uh, Kevin Gundaker, you know, Tri-City Speedway right across the river. Mm. They're being inducted into the St. Louis uh, Sports Hall of Fame. How I know a that? Gundaker. That's right. I know Gordy Gundaker. That's well. Gordy. Kevin is Gordy's son. What? 
I, I, I find the Gordy I know is much younger than that. Oh, well, that is that, Kevin's that, son. Yeah, I was going to say, okay. that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, I and coached, Gordy is I a racer. Coached, and I Gordy. Goes, Gordy. Right. He's a good catcher, man. Really good kid. That's right. Hi, Gordy. But he's, but he is, uh, you know, he's racing now. I know he is. See, he left baseball to race because, you know, it's better. No, he's better at racing, yeah. He was good at baseball. Well, you did I'm, coach him, right? So I, he's, a, he's a good, he's good, man. He was one of the most savvy kids say. I can remember coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Gordy. He's a good man. <laughs> And now he's a man, though. That's the crazy thing. Like, he's a man now. Like, I remember Gordy as, like, an 8, 17-year-old guy. And, now, I mean, he's he's like a grown-ass man now. So Right. Doing grown man things, racing. Right. Driving cars. Yeah. Living. Really fast. Making it fast. You're the fastest thing out there, baby. No, 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 I'm not. Anyway, I got a couple things for you, Kevin. I want to get into it uh, here real quick. Uh, tell you what, let's uh, let's take a quick break. I know we're kind of short because we had the post-game show. So let's Don't take a- make short jokes about me, Greg. I'm I'm Every, everybody loves short people. It's okay, I'm fine. Let's just go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening at your service on KMOX Thursday night. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
Welcome back, everyone. 818 is your time right here in the heart of Mid-America. You're listening to KMOX at your service. Greg Damon hanging out with you tonight. But I got Kevin Wheeler. He has been uh, kind enough to uh, stay in, uh, and, and, and enlighten us with his sports. Well, you blocked the door. Well, not I mean, only that, I blocked me, your car out in the parking lot. I know. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't cut the brakes. Well, you don't know that yet. You haven't drive home, drove home yet. That's all right. I'll just swerve. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you don't know, Kevin Wheeler and I have known each other for, well, a few years. Let's see. What and year is it now? It it's 2022. So like 15 or more years. Yeah, so we like to give each other as much trouble as possible. But anyway, I want to I get into a couple of things. Oh, you, you, you kind of lost me there. Not only are we talking about... Tri-City tonight, a little racing uh, with uh, uh, Kevin Gundaker. Uh, he's going to be on. Also, David Scharf uh, from the winning ticket. He's going to join us. We're going to talk a little horse racing. Nice. We're going to talk about the Kentucky Derby. Nice. I got a bunch of I questions. I bet a horse asking. wins. I, I, don't, person, I don't understand. With a, per, with a person on its back. I don't understand how you know so much about sports. I really don't. <laughs> Years of homework. <laughs> I study. Some, something like that. Hey, I do want to ask you though. So let's talk a little bit about. Uh, I've seen some blogs and some other stuff. Boy, they, the, you know, the uh, the fans are kind of heating up, going, uh, "Hey, do, are the Cardinals ready to trade for some pitching yet?" What? Yeah, I know. I mean, the season just started. I'm going to flash back to 2011, and I'm going <laughs> to channel Tony Larusa for a second. It's the first week of the season. I get it. You remember that rant from him? I do. Like everybody's like, you know, wor- are you worried about Yachty not hitting? Are you worried about the offense? And he's like, it's the first week of the season. Can we just let it go for a little bit? I mean, like, I, I don't think that I don't think that we have hard and fast answers that we can say, yes, definitively, the rotation's going to be great. We don't there are questions, right? I mean, like, you know, what do you see from Miles and from Dakota Hudson, Miles Michaelis, Dakota Hudson over the course of the year? Are they gonna stay healthy all year, first and foremost? You know, Wayno's forty now. Like, I'm not saying it's question free, but I mean, well, also they had a shorter these, spring training this Asking year. these kinds of questions, you know, in the first four or five days of a season is kind of silly. I get it. That's why I want. I knew you'd go off. That's yeah. why I wanted to I mean, ask it, you that question. It's not necessarily invalid. It's just too early. I, like if, you know, my mic just fell limp. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kevin Wheeler, everybody. The, uh, the, the, you know, we have to get eight questions answered about Jack Flaherty, right? I mean, you know, the news has been decent here lately. If Jack is is back in the rotation in you know early May ish or mid May, it's a different animal, right? I mean, you, you know, it's just it's a it's an odd thing to be thinking there's a problem now when you're just a few games into the season. If you're three and one now, you're three and two. Um, you've had one great start from Wayno. Uh, you had a, 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 a mediocre one from Hudson. Miles is and eh, Matt's got beat up, so that's probably why everybody's mad because Stephen Matts gave up a bunch well, of was, runs. He in was his the first big start. signing. Yeah, know. I know because you know we, we're going to learn about an entire season based on one start. I mean, you're, just you're, give it. Just you're give, preaching the choir here. I'm, I'm just. I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at. I'm yelling at those people that are just not willing to be patient to see. I mean, it, it could be a disaster. It could be horrible. It was horrible last year. The rotation was horrible last except year. Except for Wainwright. Yeah, except for Wainwright. And, and you know, while we talked a lot about the lineup and its flaws last year, really the rotation was the difference between having a chance to win the division and needing a 17-game winning streak to get a wild card spot, right? Mm-hmm. We all know that. And I guess, it you know, maybe you've got a little bit of hangover from last year if you're a fan and all that, but I mean, you just you can't make these kinds of determinations in five days. I I, I get it. I totally understand. Yeah. Hey, so you know, my older son Nick, huge baseball fan. Yep. So he goes to opening day, and he's sitting out in the uh, out in the left field. Uh, Tyler O'Neill hits that ball right. The uh, home run. The, the home run. 
it lands two rows in front of him. He tells me when he gets home that uh, it hit some lady and uh, had blood coming out all oh, over the place, knows. and they had to get uh, the paramedics come take her out. That's not great. Maybe yeah. maybe don't get hit by a home run. Well, I'm thinking don't look at your phone probably. Well, yeah, I mean, that's to be fair, though, it can be pretty chaotic when other people are, like, reaching for a ball and it gets, like, deflected or they block your vision. I mean, I, I think that, that scenario is a little bit more complicated than you might think. Although I will say, I remember, this is a long time ago, uh, but when I lived in Chicago, I was watching a, a Cubs game, and I forget which dude hit a home run for the Cubs. Um, but this guy was just not paying attention at all. He had a beer in his hand, and he was looking to the side, talking to his buddy, and the ball hit him right in the brain. It was like, did he save get, the beer? How do you get hit in the head with a home run with with nobody else like in your way? I I, I get it. That's, That's because different. people don't pay attention. But Look, I mean, you know, I'm in, a, old, in a crowded Kevin. in a crowded setting like we talk about on opening day. I mean, you know, if you got people Look, reaching in and all that, it's no, no, be no. Great. Look, I'm I'm old, right? I used to go to hockey games before they had the netting on the end zones. Okay, the end zones in hockey. You know what I'm talking about? End boards. You know what I'm talking about? End boards. Yeah, I know what those. You are. know, there's days I hate you, and there's days I really hate you. <laughs> Today's the second. <laughs> so don't tell me about paying attention. I know about that because you don't want to get hit with a puck. I'm not trying to lecture you. I'm just, just trying saying. to say. Hey, let's move on. You're bringing up these you know stories, and then when I react, you get mad at me. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> hey, let's talk a little about a uh, little hockey going on, okay, uh, Blues going on right now. Looking how about uh, how about Vladimir Tarasenko? You know, last year everybody yeah. wants to write this guy off and uh, trade him away for a bag of pucks, stuff well, like that. He was kind of asking for it. I, I get he was asking for it. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, not, look. Not like in a bad way, just asking to be traded. Asking to be traded. But how many players in every sport ask to be traded throughout the season? Um Leads the team in points. Leads, leads, leads the team, the team in, in goals. And is, is and that's actually before tonight. He's having a good game tonight, too. Well, two goals, I think, tonight. Yeah. And then also the uh, uh, look at him throwing his weight around a little bit. I mean, he's kind of back to where he was. I'm, I'm, he's I'm healthy, really, man. That's right. I'm really yeah. liking it. I, I really... I really want them to. Uh, I really want him to stay here in St. Louis. I mean, I, I wonder if the way this goes down now. I wonder if that you know Mets, it just puts him in a mindset where he's just going to finish the contract and then see. You know, maybe he signs here to stick around. Maybe he ends up wanting to check out free agency. Um, I don't really see a reason though why you would come back and ask for a trade again now. I mean, uh, although if you're going to, this would be the time to do it, right? After coming right. off a good what, year, because he's probably going to score 30 goals. He's going to be a 70 point guy. What um, team wouldn't want that? Uh, there are a lot of teams that would, and now you would actually get value for him. And I think this is where I want to credit Doug Armstrong, because Doug Armstrong could have you know just said, "All right, we don't want a potential distraction, we don't want a potential problem. Uh, let's just get something for him, even if it's just cap space." Uh, and they were like, "No, you know," he was like all along, "No, we're not doing this unless it's better for the team." Right. And obviously, you know, Armstrong's done a phenomenal job since he's been here, and it's not to say that. There are no mistakes. It's to say that the good moves outweigh the bad moves by a lot. By a lot. For every crappy deal or for everything that went wrong, you've got a Pavel Butchnevich and you've got right. a, a Braden Shen for, who's the dude, uh, Yori Latera, who was just a waste of space Yori at that Lutera point. Yori Latera and, uh, and uh, what was the other yeah, guy? Yeah, I mean, you got Ryan O'Reilly for Tage Thompson and uh, somebody I can't even remember. Yeah, would never show up in the playoffs. Yeah. The big Swede. Anyway. Oh, Bergie. Yeah, it was Bergie. Yeah, Berglund. That's I right. I liked Petr- him. He's a nice guy, but yeah, he didn't. Yeah, hey, you can be a nice guy, but if yeah. you're not performing, you got to perform every But day. I mean, like, he's pulled off some doozies, and he's, you know, he's some some things against, you know, like the Falk deal didn't turn out great initially, but now it looks great. He's the stud. You know, Tory uh, Krug last year struggled a little bit, but now he looks great. So, you know, I'd say that 
real, really easy to say that Army's done a fantastic job, but I think it's you bet it's important here too to know that you know him not panicking, him being willing to ride it out uh, has really benefited you because you know I mean Vlad when he's healthy is one of the best offensive players in the league. Absolutely, and again, what team wouldn't want wouldn't want him? I, I mean, mean, potentially, I, and, you know, he's going to score twenty five to thirty goals every year. Easy, and he, again, he could be a forty goal guy mm-hmm. at any given year, right? I mean, just right. get, you know, good health and. You know, he, you know, that's the interesting thing about the Blues, though, is that you look at their team and they don't have the forwards out there playing 20, 21, 22 minutes a game. You don't have like Connor McDavid who's doing that. Their guys are all 16, 17, 18 minutes. So they spread the minutes out really well. And I guess you can do that when you've got a top nine like this, right? When you've got uh, potentially nine 20 goal scorers. Well, that's what I say. Look at the 20 goal scorers. Yeah. Not only that, how about the 50 point guys? I know. I know. So. What is it now? Is it seven? Seven. And uh, somebody is almost... And I think O'Reilly, it's O'Reilly. Yeah, about O'Reilly's ready to crack only the, a couple uh, points away. And then right. even Brandon Sod's only six points away. I mean, right. you could have nine guys with 50 or more St- points. He's still a Blackhawk. I'm no, he's sorry. not. He yeah, just scored a goal tonight. He's a blue. Sorry. I saw, him in, I saw him in the blue note. Okay. That's just my thoughts. I think they just scored again. Hey, Kevin. Always is always great to have you on. They I did. appreciate Who scored? it. Who scored? Who scored? Who um, scored? Is it Vlad? If that is, that's uh, look at what that. What a night for number ninety-one. That's right. I was Third. reading the captions. That was J.K. I'm surprised you, surprised you can read. All right, Kevin. Thanks for hanging out with us. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk real soon. As always, here on at your service. All right, take the thing away from the door so I can get out. All right, I will. See, you, buddy. We'll take it. We'll, we'll we'll go to break, and I'll I gotta let Kevin out. Stick around, folks. More to come on at your service. Welcome back, everyone, at your service here on a beautiful Thursday night right here in the heart of Mid-America. 8.32 is your time. Hey, joining us up next on the program, one of the uh, funniest people I know. Well, not really. No, actually, he is a very funny guy. Uh, I've known him for many, many years. Our good friend Joe Marlotti, professional comedian, joins us here on the program. What's going on, my friend? Gregory, how are you? It's been a long time. How have you, you been? What's up? You know what? I'm still as sweet as ever, Joe. I really you am. You are. Yes, I would. I would expect no different. I would expect nothing different. So, <laughs> so how are you doing? How's everything going? I know you uh, obviously still touring comedian, uh, doing a lot of cruise shows or cruise ships. Yes, I actually am. I'm heading out on a cruise tomorrow. As a matter of fact, uh, to some godforsaken tropical paradise, and uh, you know it'll be uh, it'll be fun. But uh, it's nothing like being here in St. Louis at springtime, where it could be seventy-two one minute and thirteen the next. <laughs> That's right, and snowing. And snowing, true, true. Right. So, so, yeah. so I picture you hanging out on the, uh, you know, on the cruise ship, sitting on the Lido deck with uh, some big old flower shorts, drinking a, uh, you know, probably a mai tai out of a coconut, hanging out, schmoozing that's with you, the folks. That's exactly how it is. Uh, exactly how it is. Only, only more so. Uh, really, you didn't mention all the uh, bikini-clad uh, women all around me, and uh, and the uh, and the captain's hat. I'm always wearing the captain's hat. Uh, now, did you steal that from the captain, or is that? Yeah, and there are no bikini-clad women. That was that was uh, just me. Well, I was you know, wondering if you were bikini. judging the yeah. swimsuit contest or something. That's... Yeah, there. That's probably the only time I'll ever get close <laughs> to those kind of women. Anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, enough about me. That's right. Well, you know, uh, the reason I wanted to have you on, obviously, uh, uh, sad news uh, this week on uh, on the twelfth. Uh, uh, Gilbert Godfrey died. One of uh, one of my favorite comedians, and uh, actually two-time guest here on the program. 
And yeah. I want to have you on talk a little about Gilbert Gottfried. I thought he was uh, kind of way ahead of his time in some of the stuff that he did. He was, uh, I'll tell you, inside, uh, inside comedy, he was one of the most respected comics ever because he it was he was he had no fear he'd do whatever he thought was going to be funny and he didn't care if people laughed or not and he he was he was you know he was a one of a kind there was nobody who had a better style than he did and nobody had a better voice than he did and he was just uh he went way too soon. I didn't even know he was really that ill. Yeah, and, I didn't uh, That was really, yeah, I think it was a big surprise to a lot of people. But uh, anybody who's ever worked with him knows that he was really a sweet guy, too, on top of it. I worked with him, uh, I worked with him years ago at the uh, old Alton Bell Casino. And uh, we were working there, and he had his own green room, of course, and everything. I just went in to introduce myself and say hi, and he invited me in. He's like, come on, come on in here. Here, eat whatever you want. Have whatever you want. Drink whatever you want. What are you doing after the show? That kind of stuff. He was just the nicest guy. And, uh, you know, he was, he was about four foot two and weighed 17 pounds, but he was a, he was a good guy. Uh, he was one of my he was one of my favorite interviews. You know, I mean, I, I, I he, as you said, he's a really good guy, really nice guy. I, I, I had a lot of fun with him, and you know, he wasn't uh, necessarily uh, he wasn't Gilbert Gottfried, the comedian, in, in, during our interview. A couple times, yes, he was, but you know, I mean, he just talked about his life and stuff like that, and I, and I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, he was. I think he was a lot more accessible than people think he was because he he, he was pretty famous. I mean, think about all the all the things he did. That voice of his is iconic. You know, well, he Affleck was Duck. Affleck Duck. He was he was the uh, the the parrot in uh, Aladdin. in uh, Aladdin. He was, you know he did all sorts of stuff and and uh, but he was also one of the dirtiest and uh, most fearless <laughs> comics ever. Yeah, he, uh, absolutely. <laughs> And if you ever watch really, those Comedy Central roasts, they, it oh was like he was the top man right there. He was the best. He was. The, he'd just come up and he would. He'd set the tone for everything. Uh, he was. Uh, he was. He was fantastic. And, uh, like I'm saying, a lot of comics. Everybody respected him because I think a lot of comics wanted to be who he was. Someone who was fearless, who said whatever they thought was funny and, and did whatever they wanted. And uh, I tell you, he, uh, he he's 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 going to be missed. Yeah, I tell you, they uh, they they led him to rest the other day and had. Uh, I mean, it it was like a uh, Comedy Central roast at a funeral. Uh, you yeah. know, they had all sorts of comics there. Actually, Jeff Ross uh, delivered the eulogy. How about that? That's that's when you know you're 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 the best. You know, when you get that that happening, and that was that was perfect. That was actually perfect because I mean, he was he was a go to guy on all of those roasts and everything. You know, one thing, Greg. Interestingly, I will go ahead and bring this up to you, although you know it. As a as the uh, as a host of a car show, um, I don't think he ever owned a car. He he may not have living in New York. I don't think he did. I know it was it was talked about uh, for a long you know when when he was coming up and when he was uh, kind of a uh, uh, you know a, a, a touring, wasn't the a big star guy. that he was. Yeah, he he lived there in, in in New York and he lived with his mom and he walked everywhere. <laughs> it was hysterical. That's, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so, really funny. Yeah. Well, but so he was, he was just a good guy, though. Yeah. So what's up next for uh, Joe Merlotti? Obviously, getting ready to set sail. When are you going to be back in St. Louis? You know, that's a good question. Once I get, uh, once I talk to, once I get an agent. Uh, no, I'm kidding. My agent is Frank Damon, uh, agent, just, talent agent. Yes. Thank you, talent <laughs> agent. Be here all week. Anyway, I'll uh, I'll let you know when I'm going to be back because uh, I'm trying to uh, get. They've got so many clubs in town now. There's right. uh, there's like 700 of them now. I should be able to work one of them. You'd think. So uh, well, at least I'll at the door. Back to Funny Bone in, uh, in Westport or Funny Bone in St. Charles sometime soon. So I'll keep you posted. Yeah, you're just going to work the door? Is that ticket sale? 
Yeah, yeah, I'll keep you. Yeah, you know, maybe the ticket booth. I might, I might be in the ticket booth or the door. One of the two. You know, I've got, I've got skills, mad skills. You I do. just can't make a drink. Not good at that. <laughs> well, Joe, thanks so much for uh, hanging out and talking a little about Gilbert. Man, I, I, as I said, he was one of my favorite guys, and uh, uh, really appreciate uh, appreciate yeah. you coming on and sharing some insights. Gone too soon. We all will miss him. And uh, thank you very much for having me on, Craig. Good bet. talking to you. Set sail and uh, have a good time. All right. That's our good friend Joe Marlotti, my friends. This is KMOX is at your service. Greg Damon hanging out with you till 10 o'clock tonight. Going to take a quick break. We're going to talk a little racing with Kevin Gundaker coming up next. Stick around. Welcome back, everyone. KMOX is at your service here on a Thursday night. Little ZZ Top. I got to tell you, you know, uh, Greg Damon hanging out with you till 10, but I want to tell you a little about uh, ZZ Top. Watched a documentary on them on Netflix a couple weeks ago. Just happened to catch it. Wife was out of town, of course. But uh, just uh, happened to catch it. I thought it was amazing, and there was a lot of stuff uh, about ZZ Top that I didn't know. Always really liked ZZ Top. So, sorry, I get a little little, little uh, sidetracked here. Hey, don't forget, Easter this weekend Hope you're uh, getting prepared for that as well. But we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to talk a little racing. Our good friend, Kevin Gundaker from Tri-City Speedway, he joins us here on the program. Kevin, Kevin, how are you? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. You bet, man. Love to have you on. You know that. Well, I, I gotta, I'm got i just going to go ahead and start, Kevin. I mean, what what a great honor for, for you and your dad and your son, the whole Gundaker family, uh, to get enshrined, and Tammy as well, get enshrined in the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. Oh no, it's unbelievable when we got the call. It just uh it's like just a you know, a capper to our whole career here. Uh when I started racing in seventy three there at Tri City, I would have never dreamt in, you know, a million years it would have come to this. I gotta tell you, you know, you since you've taken over Tri City Speedway, I mean what a premier track you have made it into, uh, you know, taking out that half mile and, and, and everything else. I mean and not only that, but all the events that you guys host. But, I mean, it is a premier destination not only for racers from around the country, but also uh, racing fans as well. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Like, like even right now, we've got a big circus going on. First time we've had a circus there at Tri-City. And uh, Cam's over there right now. She's uh, She said the place is sold out tonight. So That's awesome. Yeah, it, yeah so we've had that. And we've had the carnivals. We've had... We've got a lot of different venues, a lot of things going on over there that uh, naturally just aren't racing-related, but a lot of our race fans uh, have been able to attend. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's one of the things that uh, that I love about, uh, well, about you and the, and Tri-City is is all the different events you have. I mean, not only do you have the local races coming up, but you also have the uh, uh, the World of Outlaws, and uh, you got the, uh, the the late model, Midwest late models and everything else that are there I mean, these guys come in from all over the place. It's, I mean, how awesome is it to come see Shannon Babb at your place? Oh, I know. Shannon and I are great friends. And, uh, yeah, we've got a variety. We've got something for everybody. You know, it's uh, it's great to be able to have the Outlaw. You know, we haven't had the Outlaw Sprint Cars in 14 years, but we got them back next week. Uh, and the week after that, we got the Lucas Oil Late Models. And then uh, two weeks after that, we got a two-day ASCS Sprint Car Show. So, We've got such a variety and such a great year planned, you know, with the cup race coming uh, right down the street there at, at uh, Worldwide Technology. Uh, we've been able to, to do a great speed week that week with a flow racing, 
22,000 to win for late models on Wednesday, the USAC midgets on Thursday, and then come right back with the World Outlaw late models and uh, the most sprint cars on Friday. Yeah, it's, it seems like it's been a very good relationship uh, between you guys and uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway. Uh, you guys just kind of co- co-event a lot of different stuff. Oh, Curtis and Chris, they're, they're great people to work with. And, you know, I'm, I'm proud that they called up and, and wanted to be able to work with us. And uh, we put together, we strategize and, and try to do a lot with, you know, each other. And I think it's, this year is going to be the icing on the cake when that, Absolutely. you know, that, that week comes around and then be able to go into the Thursday truck race. I mean, the Saturday truck race and then uh, the Sunday cup race, you know. Uh, we've got an invitational on Friday night for, like, Matt Crafton and Justin Allgaier and a bunch of them uh, to come over and run mods on Friday night as well. Let's get Kenny Wallace to run up there, too. Kenny is running. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Wallace, Kenny Schrader. So, yeah, they're, you know, like I say, it's, uh, we've got, well, we've got such a great hometown stand anyways uh, with, with between the Wallace, you know, all the Wallace brothers and, and Kenny Schrader and, uh, gosh, it's such notoriety when they come over for us. It, uh, we love to have them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I got to tell you, and I know you've heard me tell the story many times, but when uh, when I was over there with uh, Kenny Wallace and had the, he put me in that two-seater dirt car, I'm, I I had to change my pants when I was done. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's part of the deal. <laughs> you know, he told me, uh, you know, I mean, Kevin, I'm, obviously I'm a, I'm a bigger guy, and he told me, he goes, that's what I need. I need more side bite in a car. I figured that out when you're in the car. <laughs> like, I, I don't well, know if that's a slap in the face or not. Yeah, that's, that's coming from Herm. So, <laughs> you know, the world according to Herm, so that's a great deal. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, you know, one of the other things that you guys do so well is you make it a family entertainment venue and because you do a lot of stuff for the kids as well oh i tell you my wife you know tammy she just she interacts with the fans so well and she's always got something you know it's always got something going and when i get that phone call and she says honey i'm like oh what are we getting into (laughs) now you know but oh yeah she works so great with the people and and tries to include everybody at some time between the kids power wheels races and the you know, the fan club we have and, you know, just keeping them included in everything, you know, from driver introductions to, you know, she's always got some scheme going on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But that's what makes it great because you can bring the whole family out and you got something for everybody. Well, that's right. That's what we try to do. You know, when I started racing, it was basically a guy sport. And today it's all family oriented. And we've got to be able to cater to that from the playground that we have, you know, that. Uh, to you know the the food that we have for the kids to you know just everything about it so yes it's a very family oriented deal today yeah absolutely so now your dad gordon and you and your son gordy now is an accomplished racer as well gordy and then i got trev coming up as well you know uh trev's gonna run for that rookie of the year with mlra and gordy's running for rookie of the year with the world of outlaw late models uh i can't be happier you know uh it's a shame, you know, that, that I'm not going to be able to go as much with them as I'd like to. Uh, my, You know, my heart's still at Tri-City, and I want to keep it there. So, but I guess I'll have the first test next weekend as I got one of them going to Lucas Oil <laughs> Speedway and one of them going to Atomic. Well, you that's, know? that's what that was my next question is what I'm going to ask you is, what you know, what are you going to do? I mean, that's, you know, that's one of my biggest fears is my kids grow up and they move to each side of the country. 
Well, I don't see him movement anywhere, but, uh, you know, I got him into this and I got to keep him going. Uh, you know, they've, they, I've, I've not pushed them. They, they've grown up in it, but they, they really understand it. Uh, but they also got to understand that, that I got to kind of stay home and make some money to make that happen as well. <laughs> nope, absolutely. So, you know, not only that for folks playing the home game of at your service, I mean, Kevin Gundaker at Tri-City Speedway, I mean, you do you do everything over there from grooming the track to washing all the bottles and doing everything else. Oh, there's so much, though. You know, we've got such a great team assembled between Bob Lineman that, you know, he's been with me since I bought the place. Uh, he's become like a brother to me, and he takes care of that racetrack like it's its own, you know. And Jan, his wife, and we've got such a great staff all the way through that, that yes, we receive a lot of accolades about it, but it, it's not just myself or my dad or my or Tammy. It, you know, it's the other 42 people that work for us as well that, that makes Tri-City what it is today. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I, I, Kevin, I just want to kind of touch on, uh, for many folks that don't know, but you were – an unbelievable dirt racer as well. And, I mean, how many victories did you end up having total throughout your career? A little over 400. Yeah, I mean, you're in the, you're in the Dirt Hall of Fame, Dirt Late Model Hall of Fame. Yes, I am. And uh, there, there again, uh, uh, that's such a great you know deal to me to be in there with the likes of Larry Moore and Charlie Schwartz and Buck Simmons and all the greats, you know, that, that ran dirt all through the years that, I'll be able to put my name up there with them. I mean, that that means a, a a lot to me. So, so what do you guys do at like Thanksgiving dinner? Do you do you sit there and challenge each other to the dirt track and saying, "Hey, I'm getting the keys. We're going." Uh, <laughs> usually at Thanksgiving, we're off racing somewhere. So, <laughs> you know, we there's no downtime anymore. You know, we have the dome in December, so that that takes up that time from Thanksgiving on. You know, we do sneak out and get a little Thanksgiving dinner, but. Uh, then we go right to either we go to Phoenix and, and ran the out there, or we go to Florida, which we did this year. We went down and started with the World Outlaws. So basically, it's a around the you know whole year deal now. There's no downtime. Right, absolutely. It's just like any, it's just like any other sport. You got to keep practicing to stay on top. You're exactly right. You know, uh, and we found that you know I found over the years that you're only as good as the competition you race with. And it, and it doesn't matter what sport you're in, it's baseball or, you know, they they make you up your bar, so to speak. And uh, that's what we're doing with Gordy and Trev. We're getting them out a little bit and, and get some of the new guys, even though, you know, they're pretty established there. They can always learn. Nope, you're exactly right. So let's talk a little about uh, the St. Louis um, Sports Hall of Fame induction. It's going to be Monday, May 16th. I know tickets are available for that, but, man, what did it feel like? You, you kind of alluded when we started, but when you got the call from them to say, hey, guess what, you guys are going to be enshrined into the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. Oh, I couldn't believe it. You know, the first, you know, Tam was with me when we got the call, and the first person I called is my dad, and I just told him, I said, uh, don't plan nothing for May 16th. And he goes, May 16th? He goes, I can't tell you what I'm doing tomorrow, you know. <laughs> And I said, we got to keep that date open. He got in there. I asked him, you know, he asked me why. And I said, because we're being enshrined into the St. Louis Hall, you know, Sports Hall of Fame. And he goes, you're kidding. I said, no. I said, hey, we got the phone call just a little while ago. So uh, it's great to be, you know, uh, be honored. I'm very honored to be, uh, you know, 
in in the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. Absolutely. I mean, first of all, you well deserve it. I mean, you it, it, all all of your accomplishments and and obviously Gordy's accomplishments is coming up as well. But I mean, the stuff that you've done with the track and what you've done for the community uh, speaks volumes. Well, we really really appreciate it, and, and being not just nominated to be there, let alone uh, being in the thing. Uh, it just, like I said, this is a passion to me. So my passion and my heart, uh, you know, I've been in racing so many years and now, you know, I, I just can't believe that this is actually happening, but man, I really, really going to enjoy it. Well, uh, Kevin, I have to tell you, you know, we kind of talked, uh, texted back and forth about six months ago. I still got that Tony Stewart uh, ticket. I got to give you. Uh, that's, yeah, I'll be glad to have that. <laughs> That's for sure. That was uh, that was definitely a lot of fun. Well, oh yeah. Con- congratulations again, Kevin. Uh, keep up the great work, man. One of the premier sites here in the Midwest. Actually, I should say in the country, Tri City Speedway. And uh, I mean, just guys want to come all over the place just to run there. Oh yeah, I, you know I, I hear so much, man. I wish you were closer. <laughs> you know, because we'd love to come here every week. You know, and uh, a lot of things like that. So, and I do have a lot of guys that. Uh, people don't know it, like a Scott Bloomquist and Daryl Lanigan, a lot of different people. They come up here and test all the time because of our facility. So uh, there again, I feel honored for that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kevin, good luck. Thanks again for coming on the show. And, man, just congratulations. Well-deserved. Well, we thank you very much. And, Greg, you know, without you and your staff and, and being able to do things like this, you, you know, you guys mean the world to me, too. Uh, as far as being able to get out to the general fan and public, and it's an honor to be on your show. You can come on anytime you want, my friend. Well, I might take you up on that. You, get, you know my number. All you got to do is call me. You bet, Greg. All right. Thanks so much, Kevin. Congratulations oh, again. thank you. Oh, thank you very much. That's our good friend Kevin Gundaker from uh, Tri-City Speedway. The Gundaker family going to be enshrined in St. Louis uh, Sports Hall of Fame. Well, and what a great honor. Unbelievable. I'm so happy for him, and uh, they worked so hard over there, so hard. Uh, so just really uh, congratulations to Kevin uh, and his family over there. Folks, we're just about uh, ready to go to break here, but uh, I wanted to uh, kind of bring this up uh, before we go to break that, uh, you know, gas prices are hurting us all. I mean, they are just hurting us all. Uh, you never know what gas prices are going to do. It seems like it goes down a couple pennies. Next day it's up 25 cents. Uh, but, you know, our president, he's trying to uh, trying to help us out. And he's going to allow gasoline blend that includes up to 15% ethanol uh, continue to be sold through the summer uh, to try to alleviate because it's going to be a couple cents cheaper than what the regular uh, what the regular fuel will be when they change the blends. All right, I'm going to stop right there because I got to tell you, folks, don't put that stuff in your car. You're going to ruin stuff in your car. All major manufacturers say you shouldn't use ethanol. Uh, 10% is what they allow. Don't put that stuff in your car. It's gonna you're gonna have to pay for it in the long run. Trust me on this. Trust me. Don't put that E15 unless your car's made for it. All right, we'll see you on the other side of break. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 